0: Welcome to The Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do we have today?
1: Michael, here's one from Marilyn Hartnett.
2: I went with a very good friend of mine uh, to a zoo in what's called... Animal Expedition Safari in Boynton Beach. And we went and we were excited. We were both animal lovers. We just love the animals. And this was a private property. And we had to pay a basic fee just to walk around and see the animals was a certain fee. But if you wanted interaction with animals, the fees went up. There were different types of interactions, whatever. But we were just interested in going around and seeing the animals. Well, we started out. We saw a zebra and a camel. The porcupine was huge. I didn't I didn't realize porcupines were so big. And then we saw um, a cheetah. and they actually had in a cage they had um, the things that we see all the time, the raccoons. And uh, and anyway, we went through and there was no there were no tigers or bears or elephants. I think the camel was the biggest one. And they had places with the goats, that you could feed the goats, and that was fun. Then we came to the kangaroo environment. The male kangaroos are kept separately because they are huge. The female kangaroos uh, hop around on a pavilion for which we can enter. There are There's food for them so they don't bother us. There's plenty of food. And then um, I was walking with the group, it's a tour guide group with a, a very, very excellent tour guide with a radio headphone he describes the animal and its history, etc. And I'm kind of in the back because I am on a cane. I'm 73 years old. And next thing I know, I'm walking with the crowd and bam, on my back. I'll never forget it, Um, the feeling of those two paws on my shoulder blades. (laughs) One on each shoulder blade slammed me in the back, but not too hard to knock me over but just enough to shake me up, I had no idea. Apparently, one of the kangaroos liked my pink sweater and was following me. The kangaroo was approximately four feet tall the top of its head to the bottom, wasn't that tall. It was just a regular female kangaroo. It was funny, we, it, it was scary at first, but then the other um, tour we've gotten, tour people came between me and the kangaroo so that she, could not attack me again. I felt that the kangaroo may have been following me for I had no food, that wouldn't be the reason, but the color. And when I discussed it with the other tour members, what they felt, they said it has to be your pink sweater. And apparently light colors might attract the animal. Uh, Everybody else was dressed in darker clothes, But of course i come in pink and uh, that seemed to me because i had no food i had nothing to offer this kangaroo actually with the tour guide who was ahead of us and he never saw this happen he just laughed he didn't really give an opinion of what he thought but in looking back when you go on these tours they have warnings they have what you need to bring what you need to do and not do and apparently it's wear dark clothing which I did not pay attention to. So once we got outside, we all laughed about it. And I said to the guide, I said, and I didn't even have to pay for this. And everybody just cracked up.
0: Marilyn Hartnett, a story about an encounter with a kangaroo.
1: Yes, and this isn't your average story about an encounter with a (laughs) kangaroo. And I'm only kidding. I know we haven't had a single one of these in 14 years.
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with private zoos. Oh, oh wait, Netflix had a series on a private zoo of a man who owned tigers and lions and you could pet them for a price. It didn't end well in that TV show.
1: Oh, no, no, it's not that. It's not. No, it's not that. This is called. Uh, she got it a little bit off. This is called Animal Adventure. Ed Adventure Park and Safari in Boynton. It is owned by a corporation, but it's not some guy in their backyard. <laughs> I don't think.
0: <laughs> well, at least he doesn't um, have tigers that you could pet.
1: This funny thing of the story that I love and she did such a beautiful job of bringing this around full circle this is perfect closure for a story she starts off by saying we paid And there are different fees, right? If you want to encounter, if you want to come up close and personal uh, with the animals, you just pay a fee. Well, she was 73 at the time and she didn't have kids with her. And what does she need that for? You know, so she had no intention of doing that. And then, of course, uh, at the end of the story, and I'm glad glad that she not only lived to tell the tale but I'm really glad that she thought it was funny she makes that joke i i got to interact with the animals for free and I, uh, it was very cute
0: i can't believe she finally thought it was funny i w- i would have been awfully mad if a kangaroo kicked me
1: well it that's what's so lovely about this now she says hooves so she thought maybe it was hooves and I looked it up and kangaroos have paws and they're not they're not hard now she says bam which I love bam on my back but I think it just felt like a bam you know she used that word because you're walking around a zoo you don't expect you know a pressure on your back like that but the feeling I got, and then when she says the pink sweater, and I'm thinking a pink little baby kangaroo, maybe that's what what it confused her for, you know, they're not supposed to wear light colors. I think she just, that that lovely little mama pink kangaroo, or at least female kangaroo, wanted to nurture her, wanted to take care of her. I don't think she was attacking her at all.
0: Well, if Marilyn is correct, then I would know male kangaroos are a lot bigger than female kangaroos.
1: Absolutely.
0: And two, don't wear light-colored clothes
1: <laughs> around
0: kangaroos.
1: Well, that's what you call the reading the fine print because they tell them that in the instructions. She, it was a sweater perhaps she might have been able to take it off but you know ha- they don't have a huge sign saying that it was just part of the instructions and Michael be honest do you read the fine print
0: <laughs> well that's not go there Karen
1: <laughs> so you know it it could have been a catastrophe it could have been a lawsuit and chances are good that after that they made a slightly Bigger deal. I mean, she had a cane, the the, the um, shock, not even if it was a, a hard bump, a, a hard bunk, but the uh, shock of it, an elder woman, she could have fallen. She could have broken a hip. Anything could have happened. So I have a feeling that possibly they made more of the security after that. I don't know. But as a slightly younger person than that, I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I'd love to see a kangaroo that close.
0: Well, at least it wasn't the porcupine.
1: That's for sure.
0: Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our South Florida listeners have a story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Send an email asking for instructions to C Neil, that's C N E I L E, at fau.edu. Please don't write, write out your story or summarize it. Just request instructions. It's very, very simple.
0: Dr. Karen Neil is a professional storyteller and author. My name is Michael Stock. A new story next week.